The following sermon is from the Westminster Pulpit, extending the worship ministry of Westminster Presbyterian Church, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We are a local congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America. Please contact us for permission before reproducing this message in any format. Hear God's Word. I read Genesis chapter 13 as we continue to study the faith of this man of God, Abram. So Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had, and Lot went with him. Abram had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev he went from place to place until he came to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tent had been earlier and where he had first built an altar. There Abram called on the name of the Lord. Now Lot, who was moving about with Abram, also had flocks and herds and tents. But the land could not support them while they stayed together, for their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. And quarreling arose between Abram's herdsmen and the herdsmen of Lot. And the Canaanites and Perizzites were also living in the land at that time. So Abram said to Lot, Let's not have any quarreling between you and me or our herdsmen. We are brothers. Is not the whole land before you? Let's part company. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Lot looked up and saw that the whole plain of the Jordan was well watered, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt toward Zoar. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out toward the east. The two men parted company. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tents near Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were wicked and were sinning greatly against the Lord. The Lord said to Abram after Lot had parted from him, Lift up your eyes from where you are and look north and south, east and west. All the land that you see I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth so that anyone, if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go and walk through the length and breadth of the land for I am giving it to you. So Abram moved his tents and went to live near the great trees of Mamre at Hebron, where he built an altar to the Lord. This is God's holy word. I'm going to describe a man for you who I assure you is a fictional composite of my own mind, drawn perhaps from various characteristics of a number of people I have known over many years. So if you think you know this person or you say, why, he's describing blank, I assure you I'm not. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is strictly coincidental. This man I'm thinking of enjoys great success in his business. He offers a skilled, uh, unique skill 
to society, and he's very well compensated as he does it with great dispatch. He's a people person, so he's a natural kind of salesman for what he does, greeting people with enthusiasm and making them feel comfortable with him. And yet, if you know him longer, he's not so good at deeper relationships. He lives in a lavish home. His children are treated to the best of everything, expensive vacations, private schools. Sometimes dad supplies with the checkbook what he doesn't give in terms of his time and his discipline at home. Being part of the right social crowd is very important to this person. This man claims to have Christian faith, but he's been rather loosely attached to several congregations over the last decade of his life, and it almost seems that every time some little disturbance comes up, the wife or the teenagers see something in the current congregation, they move on to another. This man shines outwardly as a prosperous model citizen. But if you look with any depth at all, you don't see a great deal of Christian character. If you elected this man an elder of the church on the basis of his outward success, you'd be making a big mistake. The dust is thick on his Bible, and he rarely prays. In fact, his accountant regularly questions some business tax deductions that he takes and certain ethical ways he has of manipulating his business to personal advantage are questionable. This man matches a character in John Bunyan's classic book, The Pilgrim's Progress. In Bunyan's writing, he called the man Mr. Pliable. And you can guess what Mr. Pliable was like. He was the man who started out with Christian on a journey to go to the city of heaven, the great celestial city. But when difficulties came up, Pliable hadn't counted on those. And as Christian pressed on against the difficulties, Pliable said, look, I don't have any permanent loyalties here. I don't have any fixed principles except myself. I'm going back. Now, I said this person I was describing was fictional, but actually he's had many lifetime manifestations, and one such was 4,000 years ago when he appeared in the world in the person of Abram's nephew by the name of Lot. As I just recap our faith journey of Abram that we've been looking at for a few weeks, at the beginning of Genesis 13, Abram is coming back from a time and place of great defeat down in Egypt, a time of shame when he walked by his own wits alone without the direction of God and suffered a great failure and fair amount of humiliation. And he has the ringing words of Pharaoh basically saying, good riddance to you, as he goes north and now follows the direction of God again. Going back to the place of God's blessing, notice he goes back to where he had built an altar to the Lord and calls upon the name of the Lord. But he's much subdued as he does this, and he knows that the fact that his wife Sarai is riding in the caravan beside him is only due to the deliverance of God. Because if it had depended on Abram, she would be in Pharaoh's harem. Now, we might wonder if this man is going to really make a, a, a good recovery from a time like this. He has seemed to have fallen greatly. And yet, 
I would tell you that as bad as things got at the end of chapter 12 or middle, later part of chapter 12 of Genesis, they get so much better for Abram in chapter 13. The prophet Micah, chapter 7, verse 8, has a word that seems to describe Abram here when Micah said, when I fall, I shall arise, for when I sit in darkness, then the Lord will become a light to me. Interesting little parallel, 